Hello, everybody. This is Ming Chen from AMC's Comic Book Men, and you are listening to Legends of Tabletop. All right, so I'm going to say that you get to the gates of his estate. As you go through the area, it's, you know, these are, it's, you're in the Swiss Alps. You know, you're, you're high in the mountains, beautiful countryside, uh, lush meadows, taking full advantage of the torrential spring rain mm-hmm. that you had for the last few days. Um, so everything is in bloom. And you're at the, the gates of Julius Costa's villa. And he's originally, uh, you knock on the door and they said, uh, good day. Uh, how may we help you? We have, uh, well, were we going to, I don't, <clears throat> okay. <laughs> I assume they know we're coming, right? I mean, they sent someone to deliver the, the baby. Mm-hmm. So they're yeah. expecting someone to come and investigate. Yes. Uh, it's Marcus Cornelius is the patron. Yes, Marcus Cornelius Nasica. And the man was Sempronius. The man was Sempronius. Okay, he's the messenger, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, we have been sent by uh, Sempronius on an errand from Rome. Say no more. Please come in. Thank you. Um, you come in, um, he waves someone over, they take your travel bags and, you know, your, your tents and stuff. Uh, he says, uh, if you will come with me, I'll have rooms prepared for you. I'll alert my master and he'll be wanting to meet with you as soon as he's available. But please, until then, um, if you'd wish to make use of our baths, they are at your disposal. If you would like a meal that can be brought to your rooms. Yes. Uh, okay. Yes, please. That okay, they, they actually come to a room. It's like a, a very large room um, with like four beds in it. Will this be, will this be suitable? Yes. That's actually yeah. a pretty nice room. It's yeah. not bad. Okay, uh, and he says the baths are down this way. There's going to be a slave right outside. He'll show you around. You know, stay between here and the baths. Um, the gardens are open to you. And when my master is available, we'll have someone bring you. We'll have someone bring word. Excellent. Okay, so what do you guys wish to do? You know, sleep, eat, bathe, in I mean, all of the above. What order? <laughs> baths. Baths. For me. Yeah, exactly. Okay, you all hit the baths. Warm our bones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and basically you are you know at five days cold spring rain, so yeah you you heat up in the baths, and uh, you know a man comes in. And uh, he actually joins you in the baths, and he says, uh, "Welcome to my home. Uh, I am Dulius Costa. Uh, I hope you don't mind my, intr- you know, my intruding." He says, "But these are my baths," and he laughs. By all means, of course, of course. Yes. And he yeah, like he like settles in in the, the the boiling, you know, the boiling water, and he says, "So I thought we could speak privately here a bit. I'm so glad that you've come." 
we've had a bit of trouble keeping a lid on things. Have you handled this sort of thing before? Uh, hmm, not precisely this, but yes, we are <clears throat> familiar with strange things. Yeah. My father always said that if I had a problem that no sane person could solve, I should write to Uncle Marcus. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm literally shocked that he had actually someone that he knew that could. Um, so please, I am at your disposal. My household is at your disposal. Whatever you need, whatever support you need from us, you'll get. But uh, my people are nervous. Very nervous. How many people know about this? It's all through the village already. Everyone. What do they know? They know that a, a, an abomination was born to the woman that went missing, that it killed her. Um, that it died and no one knows why or, you know, how this, you know, nobody knows the cause, but we don't want, you know, we don't want people afraid to live here. We don't want people afraid that there's some rampaging monster in the mountains north of here, you know, raping innocent women or worse, a curse that is causing normal children to be deformed into these things. I catch the eye of Marius, who seems to be flapping. <laughs> when, when he says that it died, I want to make an insight check. Yeah, Same. yeah, the, the, yeah. We're making insight checks. This regular well, success. I, I failed. Success. Uh, just regular. he was un He hesitated when he said "died," and you could see in his eyes that he was troubled. Okay, I don't catch it. And possibly was it a hard success no it was a regular success sorry okay bill did you fail or succeed regular success okay um yeah he was troubled when he said that so there's more going on to that and you maybe have some suspicion of, of what that more is already yeah he did not say it was dead he said that it died yes yeah well, and that, right, and they don't know the cause, but um, yeah. I, I want to meta, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Nah, I don't. I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> all right, all right. I I didn't catch it, so I don't have anything to add. <laughs> okay, so he says. Um, so, where would you like to begin? I've had the woman's residence sealed. No one's been in there since the child, the night of the birth. Yeah, yeah, who, I can, who I, was... can I, I can. He said the midwife was there and her okay. daughter was assisting, but no one else was. Uh, I was summoned, as was my steward and my personal body slave and my bodyguards, summoned to the, uh, the home. It was on my estate, after all, um, afterwards, and uh, saw the, the baby. And, and he said, We. Buried Melipa as if she was, you know, family. We did not want to offend the gods, and we believe that she was innocent in all of this. You know, we don't think that she, she didn't seem the type to be involved in any kind of, of witchcraft or sorcery. Um, whatever put this on her, we don't believe that she was a willing participant. But then again, we don't know that she wasn't a willing participant. How long after the incident did you arrive 
would you say? Oh, within an hour. Within an hour. And it was you and someone else also went there at that time? My steward, my my bodyguard, and my body slave. Mm-hmm. And they were with you just before that? Yeah, well, yeah, we were at home. Uh, the birth occurred after in the evening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You went uh, about an hour after, and you were all together. I was here. roused. I was roused from bed, and uh, we were there uh, perhaps two hours before dawn. Okay, so I'm gonna roll. Can I roll another insight just on his timeline, his story, where he was, and who was where? Go Same. Ahead. Oops. Yeah. Hold on, I have to. I just threw my. What is it with you guys? <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna roll. <laughs> that can't be a, ba- a good omen. <laughs> well, so because uh, Lucius yep. didn't pick up on it, he just he would ask, you know, is it possible that uh, you know a boy in the village could have fathered the child? Said she was very beautiful and well liked, a very kind girl. I believe that if any boy was the father, he would have come forward um, and married her, but. You know, I've heard rumors that a few boys offered to claim they were the father and marry her, and she refused. So I had an extreme success on my insight roll. He's oh. being complete. Everything he said is he's being completely truthful. Oh, his really? timeline there. But we pick up something about his right his timeline. But we pick up something about his uh, whether or not it was dead. So maybe it was. What was the state of? of it when you when you arrived of the child excuse me it was uh it was already dead <laughs> could and, we talk to the midwife yes certainly i can have her, i can have her brought as soon as we're done with the baths good yep that sounds like the next stop to me okay so he says uh i have an excellent masseuse if anyone would like a massage, I'll be uh, heading to the sauna for a bit. But please, uh, I'm very proud of the uh, the baths here. So enjoy them, and uh, we'll have the midwife here uh, during your evening meal. Certainly. Okay. So he has his masseuse come in, and basically he's, like, thrilled that you're here and, you know, nervous that, people are going to not believe him. So to have actually someone here believe him, it's a relief. So he's kind of pulling out all the hospitality stops for you. Mm. And the masseuse is not bad. He's not Roman level bathhouse good, but he's not bad for Retia. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll um, not broadcast my internal review. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I do like a gig where we get... Uh, Several meals and baths and <laughs> massaging. That's yeah, Lucius kinda... is being spoiled. So. It's nice to work for rich people until the yeah, monsters yeah. show up. Until the monsters <laughs> show up. <laughs> exactly. Can we just stop the game before that point? <laughs> yeah, we won. We won with a bath. <laughs> what am I? One of my favorite players once said, what's this room on this map? And I said, that's a closet. He said, I'm going into the closet. I'm going to take out my flask, and I'm just going to start drinking for the rest of the adventure. <laughs> and one of the other players saying, 
you could do that? That's been an option the whole time? Because I've been playing this game wrong for years. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> Mike Miley, one of the greatest, one of the great moments in my role-playing career. I'm just going to this closet and I'm getting drunk and I'm not coming out till it's over. <laughs> All right. So your evening meal is there. It's some regional favorites. Um, so it's a little odd. None of you have been to Ratia before. It's kind of a backwater, but you know, beautiful countryside. And uh, after the meal, the midwife and her daughter are there and they are waiting to be interviewed by you. She is an, an older woman. Okay, the midwife's name is Roselle, and her daughter is Nan. Uh, Roselle is about 50, and Nan is about 30. They're both, you know, older matronly women. Pleasure to meet you, sirs. Very nice yes. to meet you as well. Pleasure to meet you ladies, too. <laughs> Lucius uh, thoughts. They seem nervous. Oh, please. Yeah. Uh, are they seated already? Yes. Okay. Can we order uh, something, a beverage, something for them to? Um, the slaves are on? there, and you're there. Yeah, they said, yeah. you know, they said, can we bring them? And they immediately bring them glasses of wine. Great. Oh, and good. they're like, thank you. And they kind of calms their nerves a little bit. How many people are in the room with us? Um, there is the slave that's been assigned to you who ran out and got drinks and came back. Um, these two women and the three of you. Okay. So like, he's not there. Like, yeah, I was just trying yeah. to. Yep. Okay. Good call. Um, as we just had some uh, questions to ask about the events surrounding a death of Malipa. I'm so sorry to, uh, drag up these memories come to our attention it was a hard birth she she was a healthy girl but uh the boy was turned sideways and by the time we got him turned around the right way she was bleeding so badly we couldn't save her broke my heart how had her pregnancy been up to that point was everything seemed normal well i didn't check on her as much as i'd like uh she had taken to uh spending less and less time in the village Oh, really? You knew her well? I'd known her all her life. You have? I brought her into this world, sir. Ah. Uh, it's hard to see one leave. I'm sure, uh, I'm sure it happens far too frequently. With the firsts, usually. If they can get past the firsts, it's usually it's a good sign that they'll be fine. But this, this was, he was very big and he was sideways and had I known sooner, maybe I could have done something, but she was already in trouble when we got there. I think she was trying to have it on her own um, and only called for help when uh, things became troubled. But you had uh, known about the pregnancy, yet you had followed, you had uh, helped her. Yes, yes, I'd stopped in and checked on her several times, but she didn't want to, she didn't want to be examined uh, oh, too much. Never, never during the pregnancy. No, not as uh, not as often as I'd wished. I checked in on her and offered, but she respectfully declined. I see. Uh, insight roll on what she's been telling us? Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, no, that's a failure. Ought seven, extreme success. Ooh, okay, you beat me. I passed. <laughs> um, ought seven is a extreme success. Um, the mother is telling the truth. The daughter seems uneasy and may know more. Mm, excellent. Bookmark that. And do you I mean, know you're, you're a spy with an ought seven on insight? I'm going to give you something. Thank you. <laughs> Whereas, uh, yeah, Valinus is like, wait, you're telling me babies come from where? <laughs> <laughs> Roll sanity. <laughs> Can't this trip get any worse? <laughs> Could be worse. Could be raining. <laughs> wait. Um, and um, you knew her well enough, perhaps, to know who she kept company with. Is there any chance that you have some idea of who the father might be? No, sir. None of us did. She wouldn't name her. She wouldn't name the father. She said that it was no one from the village. Um, some of us believed her, but she wasn't gone long. You can't really get anywhere within a day. Hmm. Um, most of us think that it was some wandering madman or uh, a props abandoned up in the mountains. Mm -hmm. uh, perhaps, you know, judging by what we saw, perhaps even it was, God's forgive me for saying, you know, perhaps it was one of the wolves that attacked her. Hmm. Yes. Well, speculation aside, do you know, do you know what direction that she went off to at these times? She said that, uh, the storm drove her to high ground because she was afraid of floods. So that would be, you know, north of her pasture. And she tells you some local names of landmarks. So we're thinking it's somewhere up, you know, on this, on this mountain. And again, okay. it's, a, it's a local name, but they know the area that she was assigned to tend herds. Yeah. And she said that she sought high ground to the north because she was afraid of flash floods during the sudden downpour. And you've seen one of these storms sweep through this area. Mm -hmm. um, thanks to Bill's 100. <laughs> <laughs> so you could see why, you know, how someone could be, you know, out there with a hundred sheep by themselves, suddenly trapped, you know, in an area that might have landslides and flash floods. You know, it was probably very terrifying. So how long was it from the day she went missing to the day she gave birth. From the day, I wouldn't know the count of days, sir. Um, she came back in September and the baby was born in, in what would be June. Yeah, well, that checks out. <clears throat> okay. And, um, you ever see a kid that big before? Um, she says that she has successfully delivered children that large. Um, she said it's rare and almost never on the, f and usually a first child. Um, she says usually if the mother is late, but she went a month early, which oh. is why I wasn't expecting. That is strange and unusual. And I, like I said, if she had let me check her more regularly, I might have been able to uh, realize that she was much further along than we thought. 
Have you ever seen children born with any sort of deformities like these before? Simple things, sir, that we see from time to time. Nothing this extreme. Not in all my years, and I've been bringing children into this world, um, well, <laughs> for quite some time, longer than any of you have been alive. But no, I've never... God, you know, forgive me, I never delivered something so hideously inhuman. Oh. And the child was uh, in what state when it was born? It was dead, sir. Oh. We had to cut it out of her. Okay, there will be an insight check now. I'm not making it because I didn't make the other one, so... so every- you gotta keep yeah. trying. It's a hard, it's a hard <laughs> success. She's lying. She's lying. She's lying. I actually made it. <laughs> She's lying and her daughter flinches mm. when she says flatly, it was dead, sir. We had to cut it out of her. So I'm going to make a, uh, a an obvious look at the daughter. At the, I'm, I'm going to display a little bit that I understand there's more to this. I'm going to signal that with my body language. It seems strange that um, when we examined the child that it had water in its lungs. As a midwife, had, have you ever seen anything like that before? She says, well, most babies have fluid in their lungs, sir. They, they, swim, they swim within their mother. We, you know, you have to remove that fluid from the child's lungs so that it can breathe correctly. So that's not an unheard of thing for a stillborn. And... Why that was asked to the mother or the daughter? That was the mother. Okay. Lucius just raises, raises an eyebrow. How much water came out of this baby when I was wrapping it up for cremation? You and the daughter says you, you cremated him, sir. Yeah, we did because he was rotten and we weren't going to carry a rotten corpse back here. She starts crying. I'm sorry. So, are, are you okay? We were friends, sir. Um, Malipa was like a little sister to me. I'm so sorry. We grew up together. Uh, we made sure that all the, the proper rituals were offered. I'm glad that would make her happy. In, in fact, we have, um, we have brought the remains back. And if you would like to be present, we would like your help. Uh, as someone close to, to her, the mother... Um, you know, interning this child. That would that's very kind of you, sir. Um, we can take you to her grave tomorrow. That's lovely. May may I just have a word alone for a moment with Nan, Roselle? I'm so sorry, but it it just the sensitivity. I'm sure you understand. Nan was we were together the whole time, sir. I'm sure that I can answer any questions. No, you that's have okay. No, that's fine. Thank you very much. In other words, um, you're dismissed. We're going to make we're going to make posed persuade checks. Okay, good. <laughs> and she yeah, and she's gonna fail this one terribly because um, she has base but rolls a twenty four, which I believe is a success. <sighs> I fail. <laughs> base is fifteen for persuade. Straight up fail. And I'm not Sorry. spending points. 
<laughs> she says, I, I must, I, she's like, I must insist that, you know, you know, she, she was really merely just assisting me, sir. If anybody else wants to jump in, they can. Please. <laughs> well, due to the, uh, the nature of the relationship between the, the deceased and, and none, I, I believe that, uh, Salvius uh, may be able to glean some some further information about her uh, behavior and and possibly her uh, her her mental state while she was with child. Okay, roll your persuade. Oh, 71. That's not gonna. I'm not even gonna look. <laughs> you guys, can, you guys can use something else if you're not persuasive. I'm sure Costa would not appreciate hearing that you are impeding our investigation into these matters and possibly healing of whatever curse is on this village. And I'm going to roll an intimidate. Uh, over by 10. Do you want to use 10 points of luck? You know what? Sure. You're the only one who has any. <laughs> Not much longer. Okay. Guys, I'll be... Right outside, non, and and she leaves. That's how you do it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you can stay. <laughs> All right. He does, he does have a point. I'm not sure what more I can tell you, sir. I just um, it's it was obvious from the child's state that it was not dead when it was born because of the way the blood pooled. And we do believe the child may have been drowned. Does that sound... Does that ring a bell? Roll your insight as she says, I don't know nothing about I don't know anything about it, sir. Please. Not my place. Uh, just squeaky on the dot. I got it. Okay. She's lying. Listen, you... This is too important to hide the truth from us. We are the only hope, perhaps, of this village and of redeeming the name of your friend. And, and this, is, this is your one chance. She starts crying and she says he was alive when, we burned, when they drowned him. They, yes. drowned him in a, they drowned him in a bucket. They held him by his feet and they and the back of his neck and they put him in a bucket of water and they drowned him. His name was going to be Algernon. Oh. His mother begged us to care for him as she lay dying. I promised her we would and then they drowned him. And I need everybody to make a sanity check. Oh, that's horrible, man. Yes. Oh, fail. 80. Fail. 80. I got 82. 80? Yep. Me Me too. For those who failed two points, to those callous bastards who did not fail, no sand loss. <laughs> um, I'm sure she said, flowers for Algernon. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she's like crying, and she says that, you know, Malipa knew she was dying when we were trying to turn the baby, and she was begging us um, not to, you know, that if she didn't make it, you know, not to let anyone hurt the baby, that the baby was innocent of any wrongdoing. And that was the only good thing that she still had. She said, she told me in confidence that it was none of the boys from the village. 
and that's why she didn't allow any of them who offered to marry her to marry her because she was afraid the the baby would not be right. She didn't tell me why she feared the baby would not be right. Did she tell you anything about the father? She said that he was not from around here, that he would have a very that the baby might have a very foreign look. <laughs> That it was someone that she encountered while she was lost. She never mentioned anything fantastic or, or monstrous. She just said that the baby might have a very foreign look. So she didn't want any of the boys in the village to claim they were the father. Yes, it's uh, it, it sounds... She said that it was her it was her burden. Well, foreign is one way to put it. It sounds that she was a, a woman of great integrity and I um, I'm sorry that, that we've lost her. You said they drowned her. Who do you mean? Julius commanded it and his bodyguard and the steward did the deed. <laughs> they said that it was an abomination. Why would I, they? I suppose they, were, I suppose they weren't wrong. Why do you think they would hide this? Why would why would they, if they're worried about a curse or, or worried they about curse they, they didn't want. They were hoping to keep it quiet that this happened upon it on his lands. But I mean, there were so many who knew about her. There were so many asking about her when she suddenly died. So many asking about her. You mean the village or anyone strange outside the village? She says, sir, what I say to you, can you not repeat to my master? We are in confidence. Are you being truthful? Because she's rolling an insight. I am. Yeah. Okay, good. Because she rolled an 06. <laughs> oh, yeah, thank God. <laughs> um, yeah, I was like, she's never going to make this. And I rolled an 06. Um, she says that Sempronius is a gossip. That she says her mother and she spoke nothing about this after the baby was born, but Sempronius had been trying to get a hold of the baby for the day after, saying that he could sell it in Rome to a collector. And, and it Sempronius, was only when he's the steward. Yeah, he's the guy who came to visit us. Mm. Uh, yeah, and he then Sempronius. He was commanded to take this to several patrons that my master had asking for help to some for someone to come and investigate and that he was not to return with the body. Why didn't he sell it? Why wouldn't he? Why? He says, we don't know why he didn't sell it. Mm -hmm. I, we only we can only assume that. You know, once he found someone willing to send an investigator, the body was no longer in his possession. Yeah. He was told that uh, he was to return with help quickly behind him, or he was not to return at all. He says, apparently, our master had very bad nightmares after the death of the, death of the murder of the child and sought to make amends with the gods and the spirits. What gods? All of them. Yeah, no, we thought about that too. And and did he did he make it back? Is Sempronius here? No, he is not. Oh, really? Well, we left before 
He would. I mean, unless he left right away. I mean, we left that evening. That's true. He could still be behind us. That's true. Yeah, I'm trying to think what he would have to gain. I guess he would, you know, it's possible he could go tell someone else and try to make a profit. But the, we have the ashes, so. Well, clearly, at this point, Julius is responsible if there is indeed a curse laid on the village for the murder of the child. Yeah. Uh, do you know, uh, Can would you be able to give us a better direction of where she went when she went lost? Did she tell stories or tell any landmarks or anything that might help us to go there? Tomorrow, I can take you to her pastures and point out where... She said she sought shelter, but other than that, I wouldn't know, sir. No, that's perfect. Yeah, that'll be good enough. And we've had the house sealed. Sealed? The After the uh, after she died and was buried, Master ordered the door be nailed shut and the windows be nailed shut until an investigation can be made. We'd like to clean out the house, sir. There's probably food stuff, rotting cheese and such. Um, we were hoping that, you know, you could help us. Yes, of course. Uh, in fact, perhaps you could, could you take us there now? Yes. Um, okay, it's nighttime now. Well. She says, now? I suppose, sir, if you insist. Well, this is, I mean, just the investigation is going to suck in this light. So I don't think so, guys, right? Wait till morning. Yeah, we wait till morning. What's the first light? Oh man, I was like, oh, I'd love to do this by torchlight. Have you guys now going out to this little nailed up, you know, nailed up hut? Yeah. Anyway, all right. So we're waiting for daylight. Spooky as hell, but uh, yeah. Well, he he. So Lucius want- would tell her not to reveal to anyone what they've spoken of, other than what her mother already was a party to. She says that my mother is is an old woman. If we were forced, if we were forced off our lands because of anything we said, it would you know my mom would not be able to reestablish herself in another village. So I mean, she says, I, I I hope you mean you mean to keep your word, sir. I will say nothing as long as you say nothing. Well, we will not. I have much more to lose. I have much more to lose than you do. Sure, sure. I, we we must tread lightly as we don't know all of the pieces that are yet in play. Okay, so the night goes by and the uh, morning comes and Nan is there waiting. Uh, so as soon as you guys are done grabbing whatever little morning snack, again, Romans didn't really eat any big meal except dinner. So breakfast is usually a piece of fruit and, you know, a piece of bread. And you go. So she's willing to take you to where uh, Melpia lived. Excellent. And does it is just she taking us there? Yes. That would be preferable. Okay. Okay. So you get to the room. Uh, it's like a one room house, you know, where she lived on her own. Um, her mother had lived there before. And there's like no sheep here. And, uh, Nan, as she's walking, says that she gave up her herd and had been learning cheese making. Uh, she didn't want to be a shepherdess anymore. Mm. She see. said with, with a new baby, it would be easier and safer to switch to being a cheesemaker. And she said, in, in this village, you're either a shepherdess, uh, you know, you're either a shepherd, a cheesemaker, or a weaver. It's mm. kind of what we do. 
So you guys get to the house, and it's like a sing mostly stone with a wooden door and a couple of wooden windows. And true to her word, the door and the windows are nailed shut. Um, when she says that she got rid of the herd, uh, Lucia says, did, did she sell them to someone else in the village? or She stole them back to the master. Okay. Half of them were hers, and half of them were his anyway. He gave her a very generous price, and in uh, in return, he even convinced the cheese um, the cheese makers guild to accept her as a, a as an initiate into the guild. He understood how after a wolf attack, and she kind of rolls her eyes, she might be too nervous to go up into the mountains. So he was uh, kind in that way. What, what, what did you roll your eyes about the wolf attack? Because I don't think it was a wolf. What do you think it was? Whatever put that baby in her. Are there any legends of such creatures anywhere? Let's, let's, let's call the raven a raven. I mean, there are stories of what these creatures are. You saw the baby. Yes, um, and it could only be one thing. Satas. What yes. we were all thinking it. Yes. Okay. So, if you guys want, you'll have to make a strength check to get into the house. I'll make it. I won't. <laughs> Hard success. <laughs> Not even trying. All right. You easily pull the door open, and again, there's a foul smell of of bad milk and spilled blood. Yeah. Oh yeah, they didn't clean at all. Yeah, there's like, like there's like ten day old bloody rags and bloody bedding. <sighs> um you know, an un, an undumped chamber pot, sour milk, moldy bread. You know. She said she says, you know, I'm sorry, but you know, master ordered it nailed shut the night it happened. No one's been in there. That's uh, this is exactly how we wanted it to be. These things must be kept preserved. Okay, what do you guys wish to do? Some preservation. Uh, would Lucius have anything his in the kit for the smell, like from being on the battlefield, right? So they would go and you know, honestly, being on the battlefield, you don't really notice it. It's okay. that. I mean, you're with the things that you've been through. I mean, I'm kind of how old is your character is he more than 30 28 he's 28 yeah um you might have been a new recruit in the third jewish war so yeah you've seen some shit yeah yeah um yeah this is it's bad but it's you know it's nothing like a legionary latrine or a hospital camp after battle yeah um, it's, it's a tuesday yeah it's a tuesday Okay, I don't know if he would have like a little camphor or something for like when they would go back, you know, to collect up bodies or look for wounded or something. If that would be like a standard issue kind of thing. All right, Nan starts a fire outside, and she says, "When you guys are are done, if you wish to kick out the bedding and and you know the rags, I'll start burning that. But we didn't want to touch anything until um, you'd had a look over it." So is there any, um, first thing I'd like to look for is <clears throat> if the story about the drowning checks out, if there are, is a pail of water there of some kind, 
still or there's a pail turned on its side here. Oh, gross guys. <laughs> so sloppy, sloppy wet work. <laughs> I look under the bed. All right. Well, if you want to do a general search, let's make a spot. Yeah. Hit. Yeah. Lucia should uh, be looking for like papers, like, like love. Success. Ooh, 10. Uh, let me tell you just how good that is. Oh, four. Okay. Extreme success. Okay. First thing you guys notice, and this is just, you notice, there are about six magical protective charms hanging in this residence. And -hmm. as you look them over, like these are powerful, high end, and fairly new. Probably more than she could afford. But someone had invested a lot of time to try and protect her. Mm. So you're thinking that if she was in fact cursed, the abundance of these charms might have meant that someone was removing this curse. Casta. Um, So that's the first thing you notice. Um. You know, and again, the bloody sheets that you can now kind of almost confirm that, you know, no harm was done to the woman. I mean, she died in in a very bad childbirth. And um, as you look under the bed, you do find a a box that's kind of covered with some blankets. And in this little, you know, wicker box are two very unusual items. Oh boy. I'm getting my dice. <laughs> how, un- how unusual. <laughs> Give me a second. So, wax tablet that I don't read, and. <laughs> Max said maybe it was a placenta. <laughs> <laughs> that is unusual. <laughs> oh, satyr placenta, placenta and a cowl. <laughs> Placenta. Gross. That's, that's the name of my death metal band. <laughs> Sater Placenta. <laughs> you find a pendant that is a strange pale gem that's very smooth and oval. Um, and it's set in <clears throat> what looks like uh, an ancient silver mounting. And it has a uh, filigree that looks like it's characters of a language you don't understand. Oh, boy. And the other is a very ornate woman's tiara, um, probably for a very smallish kind of head. Um, It would probably be like up on top of your heads. And again, it's the strange silver filigree pattern Reminiscent of the pendant, but this filigree is is not characters. Okay. Uh, any has, have I ever seen anything like this before? Um, I don't know the language, but was. yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, it's an eleven, which is impressive, but I think I'm not impressive enough. Remember, you got extra points. Oh man. You I, jerk! You, you did. <laughs> you did get three points from the last adventure. 
my god. Spend the points. Oh. Do it. Do I it. guess if you're gonna spend them any time. All right. Now I don't mean three points of luck. You got three bonus points of Cthulhu Mythos for the last adventure. Oh, I did even. Yeah, I told you that at the start. Great. Well, so that's eight total, right? I spend the two. I started at five. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely, that's three. I will spend three and be back to where I started from at fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, you've heard tell of this language. You've even seen someone draw a few characters as an example. This is the the language of the ancient sorcerers. Someone once told you that before humans came to Greece, it was the center of a kingdom older than Atlantis. Yeah. And that these characters are reminiscent of their language, but you don't you don't know what they were called, um, but you do know that very powerful magicians can still speak and read this language. You know it because you've you know hunted down people like this in the past, but you don't know much more about this language than that. Well, that was a funny moment. <laughs> so I also got an uh, an extreme success, or uh, yeah, it was an 04 out of like sixty for spot hidden. Uh, I was looking specifically for like love letters, notes, anything where she no the only hidden was the the two pieces of jewelry. Okay, just want to make sure. I will be hiding those items now that I know they're dangerous. Um, on my person. I didn't say they were dangerous. I said they were, well, as you know, they're very, they could, well. Knowledge of that seems to me, I mean, before humans having a civilization, that seems blasphemous. It seems, uh, I don't know. Another Tuesday? Yeah. <laughs> Another Tuesday in the Shadow War. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't take them just for their value, but I do think um, being these things out of circular. Well, I'm going to keep them anyway. I could. Right. could so Nan up- says the fire's going. You can start tossing out whatever's rancid, and I'll set fire to it. Does she seem to have seen me? No. Okay. The, 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 the vaporous can't be good for you guys in there. <laughs> Knock one of the windows open, and I'll start burning the, the foulness. She she basically says Melpia wouldn't want the house like this. She's superstitiously trying to clean up the house of her dead friend. Yeah. Thinking that her regular So if you show the items, um, you know, Lucius be like, well, there's no way she could have afforded these. I mean, you suppose that she was given this from the sire of her child? The jewelry, or the yeah, the the circle, oh. the circlet, and the well, they're they're otherworldly. You know, I don't want to say otherworldly, but they're ancient. You know, they're done with some kind of a craftsmanship that you've never seen, and you're not really sure what the metal actually is because it changes color depending on how the sun hits it. It's not no. quite gold. It's not quite silver. 
Oh. Hmm. So I start uh, chucking the rags and bedding out to be burned. Okay. She thanks you and starts, you know, moves it with a stick into the fire. And as, you know, more and more of it burns, the smell does uh, dissipate. Hmm. So I don't know about uh, the jewelry. All these amulets, I think, came from Costa. Yeah, that sounds right to me. Or do you want to consult Nan? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, you put words together prettier than I do. You talk to her. Well, we've developed a little bit of a rapport. She didn't want to keep these secrets. You, you, you're really feeling like she wanted someone to talk to. It's probably a relief. Yeah. Listen, I, I'm just wondering about these charms and these, these protective... Amulets. Do you know anything about these? Not the ones that I've hidden, but the ones that are hanging. She says, "Oh, these. These were gifts from Matthias." Matthias. Matthias. Matthias is our local magus. I see. Um, he thought it would be best to protect her. He does good work. These are. I didn't know that he given he'd given her so many. Huh. Did they were given or did Costa? Um... Oh, she couldn't afford his work, I'm sure. Hmm. Well, yes, but did Costa pay for Matthias to to do this, or did Matthias do it out of generosity? I don't know, sir. Hmm. I can take you to him. He lives in the village. Yes, we would like to see him, but um, you know, when we finish up our work here, did, did she any... have? Go ahead, please. Oh, I was going to say, did she happen to mention why she would need so much protection? She didn't mention it to me. Perhaps she mentioned it to him. Mm -hmm. And did anyone else come by um, who had an interest in the child? Seems like she kept to herself mostly. No, no one else came by. She, um, She started pushing people away the larger her belly became. She wouldn't even speak to me, and we—I'd known her my entire life. She used to follow me around when she was a child, you know. As if, you know, like I'm an older sister to her. I'm so sorry. As and, am I. And, and did Matthias? Uh, did he come by early? Was he often coming by from the beginning of the pregnancy? I didn't know that he'd come by at all until we saw the charms. The place was full of them when we came. Ah, uh, and you came. How, how much long before the birth? You you just oh we were here for day. hours. We were we were trying to turn the baby from a, from from twilight. We were with her for hours. Yeah. All right. So what do you guys want to do? I don't know of any. I think other we we we, do, we may have time to go speak to Matthias. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, let's go see the wizard. Yeah. We'll like you know I continue the worst of the cleanup i think just throw a bunch of rags on does that sound right guys right it's like you know the floor is going to need to be scrubbed and stuff but yeah it's it's basically no one was allowed to go in here right we'll let it air out okay and you're bringing the two items with you yes i am yes okay all right so she takes you to matthias who lives in a rather nice home um in the village and as you go in, you know, you knock on the door. It's like a herbalist shop, you know, almost like an uh, almost like an apothecary. Mm-hmm. 
and you know, he's this old man comes out. He's like, "Good morning, strangers from Rome." I heard that you'd arrived. I wondered if you'd come and see me. Well met. I am Matthias. Very nice to meet you. Uh, uh, we have. Uh, he looks like a sturdy. He looks like a sturdy forty-year-old man with a a you know long, very neatly kept beard and um, hair braided in a top knot eccentrically. He's wearing um, long, like long skin robe, like uh, suede kind of robes. So he's dressed a little eccentrically, but not, you know, not like lunatic. And it seems like he's plausibly local, not. Yeah, he's yeah. he's a local. Okay. Oh, this is my uh, associate, uh, Marius, and uh, this is Yavalinas, my also my helper, and we're just interested in 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 what's happened here recently uh too much too much has happened here recently i would have to agree having heard some stories said so you're here about the child of course and yeah well i tried to i tried to protect her as much as i could you know i'm for all the power i have a child turned sideways is almost a death sentence um, that I couldn't save her from. But I tried to make sure that she was okay with the gods and that there would be no ill will. Why did you feel that she needed so much protection? Because this has happened before. Oh. Excuse me? It's longer ago than anyone here remembers. And it's not a story I would spread for who would believe me. But, uh, mind if I, uh, smoke? Oh, by all means. He, he lights a pipe and sits and says, uh, I will relate the story if you will give me a coin for my dinner. Oh, sure. Yes, absolutely. I'll produce it. I assume I've been. Yeah, you probably have first. a money bag. Yeah. Okay. I. So, Sturchy. Okay. Um, he says that uh, there is tell of a lost forest high in the mountains, and they call it the Land of Wonder. Um, here there are strange fruit that grows nowhere else in the world, and they say that it is always summer, and if you dwell there, you never die. These lands are the home of the wild men. Uh, who are more beast than man. And if they catch you, they will kill you. And if you are a woman, they will drag you off to become their bride. But there are dangers, similar dangers for men as well. For there are forest maidens that call men into their embrace. And their embrace often means death. When I was young, before any of your grandparents were born, a missing girl came back pregnant. These were in the days of Hannibal the Terrible, when his men were rampaging throughout the peninsula, and it was thought that she was captured by mercenaries and held. She had red hair like a Caledonian girl, but she was of the mountain for many generations. She claimed that she had been enchanted by a wild man, but no one in the village believed her. She was disgraced and so heavy with child, she left the village to go live in the mountains in solitude. Some say she did this to protect herself and the child, 
because if the child had been born a monster, the elders would have stoned her to death and burned the baby to destroy the demon within. No one ever saw her again, but every once in a while, there are whispered tales of a wild man seen in the mountains to the north, and they say that he plays traditional tunes of the Raetia on his panpipes, and that of all the ciders, he is the only one with red fur. Now, he's not been seen for at least a generation, possibly two, so I'm not sure if these stories are true, but all I have told you is the truth. I'm going to insight when she, when, when she went missing and came back with child and would not name a, da a father, even though she was such a beauty, I suspected it might be a wild man's baby. I gave her the charms, I suppose, to petition the gods to have it not be so. But from the rumors I've heard spread throughout the village, it was a wild man's baby. Okay, roll an insight. I failed. Fail. Although he, he looks to his two companions and says, what color was the hair on the child? Oh, you remember it as being a, a dark furred. Dark, okay. Mm -hmm. So I'll tell Matthias oh, you know, that it would appear that this is a wild man's child, but that the child was dark furred instead of red furred. He he was there. Let me just he was there though, right? Didn't he says when this this happened when he was a child. <laughs> back back when Hannibal was rampaging. Hmm. He's a wizard. I have no reason to doubt him. <laughs> Wizards should be trusted. <laughs> And, and and for the record, Hannibal was rampaging during the Second Punic War, which ended in 204 BC. Yeah. It is now 145 AD. Yeah, 350 years ago. But but uh, also, he was there during the dark for child's birth, right? Was he actually no, he present? Was not. He was, oh, okay. He was not present. No. He only found out it was a wild man's baby through rumors going through the village. Okay, okay. Sorry, I missed that. Is is Nan there for this whole conversation? I mean, she took no. us over. I assume she didn't leave. No, she left. Okay, okay. She said That's that probably. you know she's got some. She's going to check in with her mom, and that if you know, basically, when you're ready to go out to the pastures, come find her, and she tells you where she lives. Okay. Okay, that's probably for the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said she's probably you know that she'll either be at her house or she'll be at. Uh, Mel Melpy is finishing the cleanup and going through her belongings and, you know, cleaning out the house for a, so that somebody can do a blessing upon it so a new family can move in at some point. So there, uh, there are still beliefs in this area. You are not the only one who knows of these stories. <sighs> I don't share them often. What good would it do? just to scare people. Um, there's never been really much of a reason to scare anyone. Had I known anyone would be fool enough to seek out these lands, I would have warned them. But often I find that when you warn people not to go somewhere, it just makes someone do it. There'd been no, uh, no new stories of the land of wonder. 
or these wild men for generations. I hope that way had been closed. Do you know anyone that has been there? Have you been there yourself? No, no, I have not. Um, but it would be dangerous to go. Those are ancient protected lands. And you suspected that this child, she was pregnant with, with a, a child who. There were too many similarities. Yeah. A woman goes missing, comes back pregnant. I see. Um, one denies that any man raped her. Another says that a creature raped her. Neither one wishes to speak of the of of who the true father is, and where she claims to have hidden to escape the storm. That's where the entrance to the forest of wonder is. Okay. Or it was. I never sought it myself. My uh, the one who taught me showed it to me once told me never to go there. I was never foolish enough to disobey. But poor Melpia may have had no choice to escape the storm. I'm sure she had no idea what she was doing. I have a little bit of guilt that perhaps I should have warned people to stay off of that mountain. But as I said, every time you deliver a warning, there's at least one fool out of ten that will do it out of spite. And do you have any reason to believe Julius Costa would have known about any of this before the birth? No, he had made a good in faith efforts to get her a husband. He liked her, I think. Um, no one, no one but me suspected anything. And I used what power I could to ensure that it would have a different outcome. But, um, Apparently, there are many things beyond my power. I could not change this fate. Yes. If it is the will of the gods, there's nothing I can do. I made an attempt. Well, thank you very much. If there's any further service I can provide, um, I would be more than happy to do so. I have a feeling that this isn't the end of it for you. Uh, we are not finished investigating, if that's what you are getting at. You guys want to get some amulets before we uh, you know, go out, get something to protect ourselves? Yes, is there anything that could help us? Uh, any charms? He, he or... makes up a uh, charm uh, for each of you, and he says, if you were going where I think you were going, you will need something unusually powerful. Um, I do have some items if you have the coin for them. And they're going to be like 50 sisters each. Yeah. 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 Yes. <laughs> yes and when, he, when he gives them to you, they're like stone talismans. Then he says you hang them. Um, you know, you basically secure them. And he tells you that they get tied uh, behind your knee and they hang over the back of your leg. And there are these, you know, river stones that are carved with like six figures, and all of them match the style of the characters on the t on the on the wristband that you found in her. What about the characters on the other objects that I've taken? No, the they, they match the characters on those objects. They do. Oh, he's carved. You know, uh, we're going to say it. He's carved hyperborean runes. Right. On these protective amulets. And he says, if you're going where I think you're going, you might need these. And then, you know, if there's anything else you want me to help you with. Hmm. 
that's that's great. Not yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate uh, everything that you've done for us uh, thus far. Yes. He says, and I will give you one thing for free since you've been such a valuable patron this day. I might even be able to close. Mm -hmm. uh, take the rest of the day off. Go for a walk. These things don't usually come off the mountain. So I don't think there's a threat to the village. As long as people don't go poking, everything should be fine. So you're... You are saying you think we could possibly leave them alone? I think they should be left alone. Yeah. But again, I don't know why the way is suddenly open. Yeah. It's been closed for so many years. Well, maybe we can find that out. Okay. All right. Everybody make a listen check. And this is where we're going to end. God damn it. Fail. Success. I got it. Um, a couple of boys go running by and they were like, and they're like talking excitedly about running home to, to tell their, their parents something. And they were like, yeah, did you see that one with the net and those long spears? I've never seen anything like it. They said they came all the way from the, they're saying that they're Romans. Uh, we're going to have to kill two boys next session. That sucks. <laughs> um, well, they're specifically talking about Romans carrying spears and nets. Oh, nets? You don't have a net either no. of you? Oh. No, no. I was a marmillo. And the leader had a horse. I see. Huh. This does not bode well. No. One of them, they said, was a, a gladiator. Oh, weird. Well, what? we should catch, let's catch up to them, no? You can't. Yeah. Do you believe Sempronius came back with uh, someone else? Could be. You catch up to the boys easily. Is there anything you want to ask them? Yeah, well, generally just get an idea of what, what they said. So. Um, they said that late last night, some men came through the village they woke the innkeeper, asked a bunch of questions, drank most of uh, his best wine, and set off before dawn. There were eight of them. They were all well-armed. They were all... Uh, they had nets and spears, and uh, one of them had a tracking dog. Um, they said one of they were led by a retired gladiator who was a bestiari, and they had left and they actually had a they brought with them a cart with a large cage built into the back of it which they've left here oh hell God. oh really I don't think they're just collecting bears oh sure well I hope so alright so I guess we will end here yeah. cool alright so what do you guys think with just a uh, Four pages of rough notes. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's good. So far, so good. Yeah. Pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. Really interesting. And gross. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's, it is gross. But, yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. 
I, I'd love to talk more about it, but it ruined the adventure. So yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> like but, but so I think to, like talking to you guys about the adventures I write. No, I can't. Yeah. Well, but I but I think like even if even if a child wasn't horribly deformed, I mean they would leave children out. Yeah. To murder, posed and died. So that, like it's it's extra horrible because the kid is super deformed. But that is not like an uncommon thing. Not in the slightest. No. no. Well, there are lots of things that were common to Romans that are absolutely horrific to us. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. for sure. But yeah, in infanticide of a deformed child, you normal, know. very normal. Yeah. Up through yeah, the freaking Renaissance. I mean, it's not exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not that old. I think the the circumstances that the mother had just died, you know. Yeah, yeah. Begging not to hurt the child, and then they fucking drown it. Is that's yeah. why that woman lost a lot of sand. You know, she was hoping to confess to someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that that's fairly horrific. Yeah, but well, yeah, especially. No, yeah. Oh God. Well, it's just especially especially tragic that the um, daughter, you know, with the with her relationship, sitting there watching it happen. That's that's real rough. But I think yeah. I, I think it's true that that's not really the focus of the investigation. I mean, the whole thing with um, I totally didn't trust the um, his name starts with a C. Costas. Costa. Yeah, I, Costa. but I I think that's probably just they were getting rid of it out of mercy for the mother you know any relatives or anything well then they don't want you know if if anybody had any inclination yeah that it was a you know if he heard stories as well you don't want a wild man running around the village like how do you explain that that too yeah and and does it run back and then bring other people that are now going to be stirred up from these jackasses going up hunting right <laughs> jackasses <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of picture the 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 finding Bigfoot crew, right? <laughs> Going up into the mountain. Oh, that's I am Jack Knoxville today. Today we're going to be hunting Bigfoot. Um, yeah, I actually that just clicked for me. That's what's happening. That they're not they're not hunting bears. They're going. Yeah. Well, then he said, "I guess they're just not hunting bears." No, someone blabbed that there was a wild man yeah. baby, and all of us a few days later, some gladiator beast hunters are looking to capture one and bring it back to Rome. Yeah, of course, because he already had well, but, contacts with uh, oddities people. Yeah, I love how Matthias is like. If we just leave him alone, I think it probably will be fine. <laughs> Jeepers! Well, did you see the size of those nets? <laughs> like, yeah. What? it's it's basically that moment in jaws where they put a bounty on the shark and every jackass shows up right, to go right. hunting the shark yeah. Classic. Well, I, we'll, we'll have to follow up but I, I i think lucius then would ask chad your, your character uh if like how could that guy a be 300 years old i mean i guess knowing what we know i guess that's possible <laughs> yeah. but you know, do we show him the circle and the pendant to find out what it says? Right. And what should be done? Like, there's other things that. Yeah, I was. Know, at least we have to have a conversation before the the um, finding Bigfoot people showed up. I was gonna turn my back and just show you and and be like, "Do we do this now?" But yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, we we can save that for next scene. Mm-hmm. Okay. Doke.
I was a little disappointed nobody tried them on, but <laughs> not surprised that it's a Call of Cthulhu game. You don't really you don't really dive on that grenade in Call of Cthulhu the way you do in D and D. Yeah, well, well the- I don't know. Well, right? <laughs> well, but no, but so we know kind of what's going on. So right. the inclination would be to like this is bad stuff until we figure out what it is. And not like in a modern setting, things are happening. You're like, oh, fuck, what's this? This is pretty cool. Oh, shit, what just happened? Yeah. Right. Well, I think well, your average D&D player finds the potion, they take a sip. Mm-hmm. They're not like, yeah, I'll put on the magic ring. Why not? Yeah. yeah. God help you then. In Call of Cthulhu, you're like way less likely to just take a sip of that potion or put on the magic ring. Yeah. All right. So let's tentatively set to meet again Wednesday for a couple of hours. Okay. And if we finish, great. If not, great. And we'll have another nice, relaxed, you know, role-playing intensive session and just enjoy the adventure. Absolutely. I mean, it feels so nice to just casually, like, not play test something for a con, not, like, we got to tighten this up to publish it. Just, like, four pages of notes and some friends and just calmly just saying we're just gonna chew up the scenery and see where it goes yeah this is this is more our ballywick i mean we we do you know more rp style games so this is this is always fun for me you know um thanks for you know being our third man because i mean two would have been i mean we would have played with two but three is like a magic number yeah so i mean this was great all-star cast is pretty cool Yeah, I'm, I'm always down to play. Every you always run everything at the house. There's, there's never anything online. You're like, no, I need people at the table. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't get the one guy who lives in New York to get over today. Okay, <laughs> like, okay, I'm like, oh, I want to do something. I've been looking forward to doing something social all week, and now I'm just home. I'm like, you want to play call? You want to play Cthulhu Invictus? I have kind of half a half baked idea. <laughs> that and you know, several hours later, here we are running a game. So yeah, cool. awesome. Uh, this is so much fun. I know like three people who couldn't make it who were really pissed. <laughs> yeah, we had. <laughs> oh, I had plans. Yeah, uh, Mike Miley, who's uh, a favorite player of mine, he couldn't make it. Uh, Matthew Tyler. couldn't make it. Tyler Matthew. couldn't make it. Uh, yeah, almost had Tyler Hudak. That'd be cool. <laughs> All right. Well, and 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 Bill, you got to see me run. I don't think you've ever I've ever run for you. No, you haven't. Okay, I have kind of a weird style, I guess, because it's like, uh, which is fun. I'm always I, there's a lot of laughing in my games. So, mm-hmm. um, I hope I didn't disappoint. Not at all. Uh, this was fun. Yep. Creepy. Yeah, it's creepy. Okay. Yeah. All right. So glad you guys enjoyed it. Uh, I'm talking way too much because I'm still jacked up on coffee. <laughs> so I'm going to shut okay. up for a minute. All right. Well, uh, thanks for for the invite. Thanks, thanks for running. Thanks you guys for for playing and being available. This, this was a ton of fun. Definitely. Same here. Same here. All right. See you next time, guys. All right. See awesome. you guys on Wednesday. Um, right. If Thank there are any changes, just let us know. We'll all keep in yep. contact. Sounds, Sounds good. good. Cool. Bye. All right. Bye. All right.
Thanks everybody uh, for coming in and hanging out in the chat. We had a full crowd today. Uh, Chad drug a couple people over, I guess. So that's that's awesome. So uh, if if you like it, uh, click on the subscribe. You know, share this on your your social media stuff. Uh, you know, rating and reviewing on iTunes and and Podchaser and things like that is tremendously helpful. Uh, also for for the MU cast, there's links for uh, Miskatonic University podcast in the show notes, as well as the Kickstarter for Cthulhu Invictus, which you can't pre-order from the from the Kickstarter, but it should be available soon. The book is is complete, I guess. Uh, Oscar was saying before the uh, the game started, so that should be available soon too, as well. And uh, we appreciate you checking it out, and we'll catch you next time. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop Broadcast Network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.